Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Good evening, everybody. Um, Welcome to tonight's Bible study. Good evening. Um, we're glad you're here. God will be very kind to us tonight, um, really kind to us tonight. And so we're just going to continue. We're going to crack on and we're going to go from there. And so let's say a prayer. Our Father and our God, tonight we come before you and we ask you to complete that which you have started. We pray that tonight, Father Almighty God, the reality of us being filled with new wine will take over our lives. We pray for a new beginning in our lives tonight, my Father. We pray that, my Father, that you will answer questions that have nagged or haunted us for many, many years. And we pray, O oh Lord, for insight, brevity, wisdom, and understanding. We yield totally to the Holy Spirit. We ask that he does the teaching and we commit ourselves to him and to your word. Father, thank you for everybody who's joining by podcast. And we pray that the blessings that come tonight will rest and abide upon them irrespective of what time or wherever they listen to this we thank you my father for your goodness and your kindness in Jesus' most holy name amen and amen and so ladies and gentlemen tonight um good to see everybody um tonight as we go into to tonight's bible study we're going to be looking at Remember, we're looking at the new wine. We are looking at new wine skin. So we've looked at the new wine, which we have said is the Lord. We are now looking at new wine skins. And the new wine skins are your heart, your soul, and your mind. We've looked at heart and soul. And tonight, we are going to look at mind. By virtue of the fact that we have a reasonable amount to go through, two very key scriptures we're just going to go straight into that and i'm going to read um and so tonight we're speaking about the mind the lord re remember what we said about new wineskins the beautiful thing about your heart your soul and your mind is that they are all renewable they're all renewable and so ladies and gentlemen as we go tonight we're going to look at that so could you kindly turn in your Bibles? We're just going to jump straight in. Um, please turn in your Bibles to the book of Philippians. And we're looking at chapter two. We're reading from five to 11. It's going to be our base scripture for tonight or where we'll start tonight. And we'll go from there. I will read um, from the... King James version of the Bible tonight to start. Um, we may go into other versions or we will definitely go into other versions as we go on. And so hopefully that's that. So everybody's there. Philippians chapter two, reading from verses five to verse 11. And I'm going to read from the King James version of the Bible. And the Bible says this fo the following. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, 
who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath, hath I highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Verse 11, this is where we'll stop tonight, just to start off. Verse 11, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be looking at the mind tonight, but this scripture drives home something fundamental, and it's beautifully laid out here, and it is this. Where your mind goes, you and I go. It's the defining point. And we're going to look at, and so what we realize, the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, the beautiful thing, if you read, if you read, as we read through what the Bible says, we realize that everything that Jesus did, he did by choice. He, did, he was not forced. He chose to go through every step. And the beautiful thing is the Bible says, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So we realize that's a function of the mind, um, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. So ladies and gentlemen, that means where your mind goes, because the Bible says the, where this started was, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And so where Jesus's mind went, Jesus went. And I want you to realize that's how important that, ladies and gentlemen, is how important your mind is. And so let's also keep in mind. And so the this is a great scripture. We could break it down a little bit further, but that's the point we want to make tonight. We're not going to go into it too deep. We're not going to jump into this particular scripture too deeply. But remember, think about it. That means Jesus's journey, a huge part of it was because he went where his mind went. Now, that really should tell us something about the mind and that's why the lord was very specific and remember what we said last week and i'll say this again and to keep this in focus and we're not going to turn there tonight but let's keep this scripture in mind matthew 22 37 to 40 where jesus says you shall love the lord your god with all your heart your soul and your mind. Those are the three most valuable parts of you that you can present to the Lord. It's really critical. Your mind, where your mind goes, you and I go. Where your mind goes, you and I go. And so I want you to keep that in mind. Now, as we look at tonight, we will realize, therefore, that the battles that we face the challenges that we face and a lot of the attacks that we face come to your 
mind. And so we're going to look at what the mind does. And we're going to look at that very, very briefly. And then we're going to look at the, the details from there. And so I want you to, to keep in mind. Now, we also spoke very clearly, and I'll use this scripture to pull, pull us, um, to move us to the next step. We, we realized that when we looked at the mind, the heart, soul, and mind working together, we use Genesis 3, and we use Genesis 3, verse 6. Notice, until Eve saw, nothing happened. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, and when she saw, so Satan had talked and talked and talked and talked. We don't know how long, but eventually his words created pictures in her mind. And the Bible says, once that was done, and so the key element is this, once a picture is formed in your mind, that's where you're going. And so the Lord wants those pictures in your mind to be ones that he shapes. And so we realize that, ladies and gentlemen, that's what the mind does. So let's look at that. So let's, so that's what, so we realize until Eve saw, nothing happened, but when she saw, everything just went, that's when we, we were on a very slippery slope. So with that in mind, let's look at what exactly does our mind do? Your mind has three functions. Your mind has the ability, it, it's one function that, that's expressed in three ways. Let me put it like that. Your mind draws or paints pictures. It has the ability to picture the past. We call that a memory. It has the ability to picture the present or the invisible present. We call that perception. And it has the ability to picture the future and we call that an imagination. Now, you realize that the value of those three functions is that once you draw a picture, imagine what you think about long enough, it will eventually become a reality in your heart. So I'm going to turn and so that's what I want you to keep in mind as we go into discussing the mind. Your mind has three functions. It draws pictures. How does it draw pictures? It literally, it processes words and creates pictures. Where those pictures go, you and I go. And I'm going to show you that in action again. Um, we've got about two minutes to our two minutes to our declaration, but I want to show you how the mind works in action. Please turn now. I I have many favorite scriptures. So um, when I say this is my favorite scripture, I actually I actually mean it. But this one, Joshua one eight, is very foundational to me. Please turn in your Bible to the book of Joshua, chapter one, verse eight. Joshua 1 verse 8. 
And we'll look at that so we understand how our minds function. It, it, it's beautifully broken down. It's beautifully broken down. So Joshua 1.8, um, I will turn there and I'll read it. I'll explain it probably after our declaration. Um, but Joshua 1.8. The Bible says the following. We are one minute. Yes, the Bible says the following. I'll keep going. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success now this is this is in the king james version of the bible um i will read it again in one of the simpler versions um while we because it breaks it down beautifully and i'll i'll read it from the amplified um, the Amplified Classic Version. The Bible says it's very, there, there's very little that is that is different. It says, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 7.14. Let's take our declaration. Oh Lord, we are your people, called by your name. We humble ourselves and we pray and we seek your face. We turn from our wicked ways. Hear from heaven, Lord. Forgive our sins and heal our land. In Jesus' name, we pray. We declare our land is healed in the name of of Jesus, amen, um, and amen. So we've had quite a few people join. So I'm just gonna do a very, very quick recap because you've joined and, and hopefully this really helps. So what we've looked at so far is we've made a statement and the statement is as follows, where your mind goes, you go. The example, that means you go, your actions, your thoughts, your words, the where your mind goes, you go. So if I can get into your mind, it's going to be definitive as to what happens next in your life. We, we, we looked at that. We drew on a particular scripture, and that is Philippians 2, verses 5 to 11. Philippians 2, verses 5 to 11. And we looked at, the Bible says there, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And the Bible then says, who... Uh, let me let me draw it up. Let me pull it back before I come back to Joshua. Um, let me just pull it in. Yes, let me, let me pull it up for you. Because I do realize quite a few of you just joined. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Then the Bible says, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. And, and, the, and the Bible goes on. It's a beautiful piece of scripture. And the Bible lays that. We read the whole thing up to verse 11 and you can, you can encourage you to do so. But what you realize is 
the Bible says that the mind that Jesus had determined his journey to a great deal. We also said that your heart, your soul, and your mind all work together. And what we then said, we used Genesis 3 verse 6 to bring us, just to bring us up to speed, Genesis 3 verse 6, we realized that while Satan was talking to the woman, he, while he was speaking to the woman, it, nothing, the words were, it was just going until the Bible says, and when she saw, that means the words were no longer just talking. Now they had formed pictures. And we realized that the part of you that creates pictures is your mind. We also said your mind has three functions. It has the ability to picture yesterday. We call that a memory. The ability to picture the current, we call that a perception. And the ability to picture tomorrow, which is the imagination. Once you picture something, it is effectively real where you are, okay? Now, what I didn't say earlier, and I will say, but I, and I'm going to come back to Joshua 1.8 in a moment, but let me give this example. We, I, did ex, I think I explained this a couple of weeks ago. If I can get you to focus, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I, you, can, you can try it out now. It's, it's a wonderful thing to do. I want you to focus on the dream, your dream home. And I want you to focus on the section of your dream home that you love the most. I want you to build a picture in your mind that what is it? Is it the kitchen? Is it the living room? Is it the, the cinema room? Is it the garage? Is it the garden? Which part of your dream house really makes you smile? Okay. Which part of your dream house really makes you smile? Okay, so can you now, I, I, I'm, I've got that message and I will repeat. Can you now, ladies and gentlemen, picture that part of you? And what I want you to do is I want you to do two things. I want you, if you can, while you're thinking about it, what has happened now? When you're picturing that element, that part of the future, your dream home where you can do absolutely anything. It looks exactly the way you want. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you have started smiling, pop it into the chat. If you started smiling that you're thinking about the kitchen and you can see it, it's one of these dream gourmet kitchens, start smiling. There you go. If it's making you feel happy, if it's bringing joy, Pop it into the chat. Okay, it's working. So what I'm, no, this works. So realize, notice what's happened. You have moved without leaving your seat. You've moved from where you are to the future. And notice it is real to you right now. And what is it driving now? Your emotions. Where do your emotions sit? your will, your will has your will or your soul, your will, your ability to decide your conscience and your emotions. Now your emotions are there. So what will we, if we stayed on this, if we kept going before long, you will make a decision. Okay, you know what? This is the area I'm gonna live in. This is what I have to do to get it. This is what I'm going to do. Notice where your mind goes, ladies and gentlemen, you go. If you do this long enough, 
you will come to a place that we call belief. So if somebody was to ask you about your dream house, you wouldn't describe it as an if, you would describe it as a reality. And the Bible says when that happens, when you now say to God, God, this is the house I want. I want this kind of kitchen and I want this particular thing. This is the specific thing that I want. Bang. All of a sudden, you will realize God calls that faith and it moves his hand. What happens? That which you have pictured moves from the invisible into the visible. That's how powerful your mind is. Now, there's, um, and I want you to keep that in mind. And so what was the scripture we were going to? I, I, I have a story in my head. I want to give you a testimony, but I'm very conscious of time. I have a story in my head. But while we're doing that, I, I will tell you the story very briefly. But while we're doing that, please turn in your Bibles to Joshua 1 verse 8. And we are all together. Joshua 1 verse 8. And we're all together, ladies and gentlemen. So what was the story I wanted to tell you? A few years ago, um, I had to replace my car and I was believing God for a car. And I, and I knew that um, I was saying to the Lord, Lord, I really would like a new car. To cut a long story short, and my personal assistant at that point, who we sat down together and we were looking, trying to work out, okay, what kind of car should you get? And it was fine. I said, oh, I want a new car, I want a new car. But then the Lord said, I need you to begin to get specifics. The moment I got to a place where I could say, Lord, not these ones. This is what I want to do with the car. This is how many seats it needs to have. And this is what I wanted to do. Because what I was aiming to do was I wanted to ferry my children and two other children to and from um, school. And I wanted a car that was big enough to carry their stuff. So I was very specific. The moment I became specific, something shifted. And I didn't even realize. By that birthday, I was blessed with that car. Exactly the one I had pictured or imagined. And so, ladies and gentlemen, please do not underestimate the power of your mind. So Joshua 1.8, hopefully we're all together. Joshua 1.8, the Bible says the following. The Bible says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt, let me read it in the Amplified, because it's a little bit, it's, it's in, um, it's, they've taken out the thee and thou, and it sounds a bit easier. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Notice the key. The Bible says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, your expectation or your desires. And it says, but you shall meditate on it day and night. That means you shall say it, you shall think about it, you should run the details. You should repeat it to yourself, confess it to yourself. Now, please listen to me. 
until something happens that you may now observe. Observe means to clearly see something in detail. And observation leads to a doing. When the your observation leads to a doing, the Bible then says the following, that the work is done in the first part. The results of the work are detailed in the second part. The Bible says when your when the word of God creates pictures that are detailed enough to govern your actions, the Bible says, for then you will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. That means irrespective of what your way is, when the word of God creates the picture that governs your mind, that means when you look to what let's let's use the imagination when you look to the future the word of god governs the picture when you look in the present the word of god governs the picture even when you look at the past you have a reassurance that irrespective of yesterday the word of god governs my picture the bible says your way will become prosperous and you will have good success the key element there, meditation works on your mind. Your mind then works on your soul and it leads to an impact on your heart. Why am I saying it, ladies and gentlemen? Where your mind goes, you and I go. And this is how important your mind is. So Jesus says, the Lord wants you to Bring your mind to him and let him renew it and govern it so that you experience, you picture, you remember, you perceive, and you imagine what he wants you to perceive, remember, and imagine so that only what he has determined will become a part of your life life. And so ladies and gentlemen, that's what the mind does. So we're going to look at a scripture that breaks um, that breaks that down. I will come to your I will come to your questions. It's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, I'll come to your, great question. I'll come to your I'll come to your question. It's a great question, but I'll come then. So let's have a look at the impact. Let's have a look at another scripture that breaks it down very clearly. And it's very important because not only does this scripture break it down, it also helps us realize that this is how God renews, literally rebuilds, repurposes, and re-energizes your mind to create a future for you that is new. Please turn in your Bible, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to turn to the book of Ephesians chapter four. Uh, Ephesians four, and we are going to read from verse 17. And we are going to read to verse 24. Ephesians 4, 17 to 24. Please keep that in, in mind. 
So Ephesians 4 verses 17 to 24. And this is where, because remember, once your mind is renewed, think about it. Think of the possibilities, but it's going to be fun as we discover it. And so let me turn there. I'm going to pull it up in both versions. Okay. I'll read it in the King James Version of the Bible, and then we'll work from there. I'm working from 17. The, this is Paul speaking to the, 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 um, the Ephesian church. He says, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Verse 19, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. The word lasciviousness in simple terms means excess. The Bible then says from verse 20, this is really important. The Bible says from verse 20, but you have not so learned Christ. Now pause there. That means what Paul is saying is what has been a negative experience in those who do not know the Lord. I'm about to break it down so it becomes a positive experience for those of you that do know the Lord. So he's giving the two sides of the same coin. Okay, so he says, but you have not so learned Christ. The Bible says, then it says, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. So pause for a moment. And so that's really important. So he says, when you come to Jesus, you are taught by him. And he says, as the truth is in Jesus, please remember that word truth. I'm now going to go on to verse 22 to 24. So I'll wrap it up and then we'll break it down. That you put off concerning the former conversation or lifestyle, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So pause. This scripture explains to us that if my mind is renewed, I become a new person. Now let's look at the, let's look at a couple of things there. So the question is, so how is my mind renewed? The answer is found in Ephesians chapter four, and it is found in verse 21, the 20 and 21. The Bible says, but you have not so learned Christ. That means you haven't learned about Christ like this. If it be that you have heard him, that means you've heard about Christ. That's how do we hear about Christ? We hear it through the word of God and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. So pause for a moment. So how do I renew the spirit or renew my mind? The Bible says it is by the truth. That means the more time I spend in the truth, it will make Jesus clear to me. It will make who Jesus is really clear. But the truth 
will renew my mind. But let's put that into another scripture so we understand. And I will ask you to turn there. We will come back to Ephesians 4, but I will ask you to turn there. Um, okay. Let me get to everyone. Great. So we are in Ephesians. I didn't realize, I didn't send this to you. So Ephesians 4, 17 to 24. And now I want you also to add John 17, verses 17. John 17, 17. And I'll read it for you. Jesus is speaking, speaking to his disciples just before he goes. And this is what he says to them. One of the things he says in his, he's speaking to God and he says the following. He said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So how do I renew my mind? The Bible says that the truth that is in Jesus will renew my mind. What is the truth? the word of god god's word is the truth jesus is the truth john 14 verse 6 so we realize when we spend time in the word of god it renews our mind now now we know what our mind does so that means when i spend time in the word of god so let's say i need direction and I spend time in the word of God, and I do a little bit of research. That's why Bible study is great. And I find out, so how did God direct people? And I begin to read the stories, how God directed Abraham's servant, how God directed Ruth, how God directed David, how God directed Jesus, how God directed um Paul and um, Barnabas when they started their journey. And now I get a picture whereby I realize that the one thing I am certain of is that God now directs people. The Bible says, my mind that creates pictures will now look back into my life and realize, oh, so when I had that nudge to wear a yellow shirt to my interview, and the person interviewing me really loved yellow. And that's how I got the job. That was the Lord directing me. Then I will look into my present and I'll realize, that, oh, so God, that nudge that I'm feeling, whereby you're saying, don't go to Tesco's this morning, go to Sainsbury's in the afternoon. That's you. It's not just a hunch. Then I look into my future and I realize and I begin to expect that, God, you know what? No matter what I face in the future, you will order my steps. What's happened? The spirit of my mind, the pictures that I create are now being governed by the reality of the word of God. The Bible then says, my experiences will now follow what God says. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how God renews your mind. So when the Bible says that be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind, what it means is one of those wonderful statements. It basically says, let the word of God, the truth that is in Jesus, 
begin to shape the pictures. That means especially how you see yourself. So let, let me use um, let me use one in particular. Let's say you're facing a really tough case of rejection. That governs how you see the past, how you see the present, but it also governs how you see the future. And remember, when the Bible says it sets your picture of the future, that means your imaginations of tomorrow will be, even if nobody is going to reject you, that you know what, in one moment of time, eventually they're going to reject me. My office is going to dislike me. My The person I'm dating is probably going to dump me. Um, eventually my church is going to get angry. Uh, something You begin to picture, you begin to picture tomorrow based upon your sense of rejection the unfortunate thing is that those pictures that you hold about yesterday today and tomorrow if you hold them long enough they become what we call an expectation and if you act <laughs> and the bible says it in proverbs chapter 23 verses 17 to 18 Proverbs 23, 17 to 18, part of that scripture says, your expectation shall not be cut off. It does not say that your expectation shall be godly or not, but it's a principle. Your expectation shall not be cut off. That means if you say something and you believe it long enough, whether you are expecting trouble or you are expecting good, it's eventually going to come to pass. Notice and let me put, I'll put those scriptures into the chat for you because I think I'm going a little bit fast. Um, so re, what am I saying? Your thoughts or the pictures that you shape, that you hold, that are sourced from that concept of rejection, we're going to break it in a minute, from that concept of rejection will form an expectation. That expectation will then govern your experience. The scriptures I used for that were Proverbs 23 verses 17 to 18. And if you keep this in mind, I've just put these in the chat for you. Mark 11, 23, the law of faith says, if you say something with enough certainty and you do not doubt, you give that thing the right to be created. Now, how does you spend how does you spending time in the word renew that and break that hold when you now focus on a scripture and i'm going to find it because i i, I know for a fact that i'm speaking to somebody um i know for a fact that i'm speaking to to someone ephesians 1 6 so when you now focus on a, a scripture like ephesians 1 6 and it says the following to the praise of his glory, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Pause for a moment. That means, irrespective of what a human being has said or done, irrespective of what yesterday looks like, you must accept the fact that you are accepted before God 
in Christ Jesus. Now, if you begin to think about that long enough, if you begin to allow that to shape your thoughts and your imagination, so you begin to realize that, you know what, I'm accepted. So number one, I'm going to make heaven. Number two, Jesus is on my side. Number three, Jesus is never going to reject me because before I was born, before anything happened, I've been accepted. Now it begins to govern your memories that, you know what, Jesus, yes, I had a tough yesterday, but going forward, I realize you are there. So the Bible says you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means I've always been accepted. I know that the love of God is going to hold on to me. That means my yesterday will not govern my today or tomorrow. If you now begin to think about, oh, in my present, then you begin to realize, well, you know what, everybody in my office doesn't hate me. And they're not going to hate me because now I am in Christ. And if I'm accepted in Jesus Christ, because of that, they will not hate me. All of a sudden, the expectation that you had for rejection will systematically be broken. And the Bible says, if you now begin to picture tomorrow, today and yesterday, based upon the word of God, it will systematically change your expectation first and your results second. That is how the Lord will renew what it says, the spirit of your mind. Why is this so important? And please understand, God does not do it as a flood. He does it systematically. Because to renew your mind, to break the hold of yesterday, it takes time. Now, remember what we said about the word of God, that the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, Hebrews 4 verse 12. The Bible says that the word of God is alive, it's living, sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Meaning when the word gets in, Jesus will literally recreate what he finds. And all of a sudden you will begin to have an expectation of good. What is he doing? And he will do it in sections. That is how your mind is renewed. So when you spend time in the word of God, the word will begin to work on your mind so that it will no longer be an enemy of yours, but it will now serve the will and intents of God in your life because the pictures you hold will become expectations born of God. And just to bring this home, the expectations that are born of God's word put those expectations against this scripture ladies and gentlemen and i hope this helps someone isaiah 55 verse 11 isaiah 55 verse 11 the bible says the word that proceeds i'm i've been asked to read it so i'm going to read it the bible says the following so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. This is God's word. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. 
ladies and gentlemen, when your mind builds pictures on the word of God, the pictures that the word of God builds inside you will have the same characteristics as the word that built them. They will not fail. And so ladies and gentlemen, I want you to, to please keep that in mind. That, that's really important. And so let's look at the let's look at the results that the Bible says. And let's go back to Ephesians 4, reading from verses 17 to 24, and let's close this little section out, and then we'll go on. Um, and so Ephesians 4, which is where we started. So we've spoken about how your mind is renewed. Ephesians 4, 17, and we're going to read to verse 24. But then while we're doing that, I had a question and it says, what happens if you can't get specific and your mind is always all over the place? Is there a direction for how God can help you decide? That means you have a wandering mind. Pause for a moment. Please, this is the beauty of the word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I, were created by the word of God. So um, John chapter one, verse three, because this is the beauty of persistence. John one, verse three. The Bible says, all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. I'll read from verse one for clarity. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Pause. That means when God made you, he did it from the word of God. When you now spend time in the word of God, it will recreate whatever is damaged. So, ah, it will recreate it. Now, that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about when you spend time in the word of God, the word of God will recreate in you not only what your mind does, but your mind itself. It will fix the cracks. And so you'll realize as you spend time with the Bible, as you spend time with the Lord, the ability to focus will come from him. And all of a sudden, this is what revelation does. Revelation, all of a sudden, God will systematically begin to reveal himself, begin to reveal who you are, and begin to reveal your future to you in such a way so that when you sit down, because I, I'll be honest with you, I had a challenge of a wandering mind. I think about two, they, my mind can be all over the place, but I found when I'm studying the Bible, and please let's keep this in mind, when you are studying the Bible, you are never alone. Why? You have the person of the Holy Spirit who is your teacher. He's also 
the comforter. And that means he will bring to bear all that is missing when you need to study the word of God. He not only teaches you, but he makes it all possible. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what I want you to realize, I'm going to read that and then we'll close it out there. John 14, 26. And I'm going to read from the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. Um, give me a moment. John 14, 26. The Bible says the following, but the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things. And he will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. So literally, one of the things that the Holy Spirit will be is your standby. That means when you run out, he will take over. So when you find yourself drifting, the Holy Spirit will help you focus. When you find yourself drifting, the Holy Spirit will give you confidence to focus on one thing. Many times we don't focus on what we need to because we're afraid of failure. We're afraid that, Lord, if I go through all of this, it may fail. We've come to a conclusion tonight that if we allow the word of God to shape our thoughts, our thoughts will pick up the qualities and characteristics of the word of God that shapes them. And so all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, you will be confident enough to confront your tomorrow because you will be assured that what God shows you will come to pass. I hope that answers that question. A couple of other things you can do for a wandering mind, study the Bible or pray with a notebook. This is mine. I have it with me all the time. I found because I have a mind that goes all over the place, once I pick up something, if I start writing my thoughts down, I remember and I'm, it's easier for me to focus. Second, repetition. What you do repetitively and regularly, you will find to be a lot easier. Third, Study the Bible, spend time in prayer when you are not tired, not hungry, or not distracted. That means if you are five minutes, if you've got 10 minutes before the children have to get to school, or you have to get to work, or you have a deadline, in all sincerity, you're going to struggle to study the Bible. So reading the Bible on the tube is great to start, but in all sincerity, if, it's, if that's the only time you read the Bible, you're always going to work with a very small space of time carve out time make a deliberate decision to carve out a section of time and not when you are tired so last thing at night after you've had a really busy day you're about to fall asleep find a way to wake up 15 20 30 minutes earlier before there are any demands on your day before and before there are any demands on your day and spend time with god even if it's just a conversation read the Bible, even if it's just one scripture. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, I know that this is just practical things. Do not start your day looking at your phone, listening to the news, reading the text messages that have come to your phone in the night, checking work emails. Why? Because they distract. It's very hard to get those thoughts out of your mind once they are in. 
what does the Bible say? This is as practical as I can get. Um, what does the Bible say? And this is what the Bible says really clearly. <clears throat> so keep this in mind. Um, the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. And so ladies and gentlemen, I want you to begin to realize that the best this, and I've, I've just got a very pleasant question, and this is the best way for, this is how God will recreate who you are, recreate. And so I've got a very, very, very pleasant question about um, deliverance. And I want you to, I'm going to, let me give you a scripture that you can hold on to. John chapter eight, reading from verse 32. John 8, 32. And the Bible says the following. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first port of call for deliverance. Jesus said, let me read it from verse 31 for, for clarity. John 8, 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews who, which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Then the Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free make means to create in you a free person and so ladies and gentlemen that's your first port of call for deliverance go to the word of god let's spend time with the word in prayer and that will build in you a free person and then that's the best place to start okay so hopefully that helps with that question on deliverance the second one is is carving out time to study the Bible a daily thing? The answer is yes. How do I know it's daily? Think of the Lord's Prayer. No, let, let, me, let me go back. Let, let me go back. The Lord's Prayer is actually accurate. Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. Do we agree? That's what the Bible says in the Lord's Prayer. That is uh, Matthew chapter 6, reading from verses 8 to 13. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Okay, so Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Let me find that for you. It's in bread of life. John 6, 35. Jesus says, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Verse 48 of John chapter 6 says, I am that bread of life. Now pause for a moment. We pray, give us this day our daily what? Bread. Jesus says, I am that bread of life. Let's put that against our last scripture, and it's this one. Jesus says, the Bible says in John, or the Bible says in John chapter one, reading from verses one to three, which we've just looked at, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was 
God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the Bible then says that by him were all things made. Nothing was made without him. By him was everything made that was made. Let me pause for a moment. That means, pause. Jesus is the word of God. So if you want to feed yourself the bread of life daily, spend time with the word of God daily. Now, don't get into religion. Some days you may not nail it. Some days you may need to dash off to school. Some days you may need to dash off to work, but make it a part of your day. So even if you miss it for one day, it's like, Lord, I'm back tomorrow. Make it a habit, not a religion. And then remember when you are reading the word. So should you do it daily? Yes. Because trust me, you're never going to get to a point that you know everything. Great question. Okay, great question. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So let, let's do a very quick wrap up um, as we bring this to a close. We've said that the new wine is the Lord. We have also said that the wineskins that the Lord is talking about are your heart, your soul, and your mind. That which all of which are renewed, enabled, and re-energized by the Lord filling them and you spending time with the Lord with your heart, your soul, and your mind. So what is the result? The result, ladies and gentlemen, is what we spoke about. You know what? We'll look at the result next week. That will be our, we'll close this out next week. We'll look at the results of the new wine in your life next week. Um, if there's any questions that I, I hope that that has helped everybody, I hope that it's been an enjoyable one. Please go back and listen to it if you missed some. And so let's say a prayer. Let's say a prayer. And Father Almighty God, I pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray tonight. Father, in everything that we have said, the only thing that is to be remembered is your word. We pray, my Father, that each person comes to a point of renewal where their heart, their soul, and their mind is renewed. We pray sincerely that each person comes to a place of freedom where they are able to freely choose you and freely experience all the benefits of the sacrifice, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray finally, Father, Father Almighty God, that each person comes to a place where they are new. They put on the new man who is created in Christ, in righteousness, and in holiness. Father Almighty God, we join our faith with anybody believing God for a miracle, and with anybody believing God for healing, with anybody believing God for direction, with anybody believing God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Father Almighty God, we join our faith together as a family and we say, Father, let it be so. And if anyone is joining us by podcast, for all of those who are joining by podcast, I pray that may these sessions be a blessing to them as they have been a blessing to us. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I honestly pray you've had a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you in the coming week. God bless you.